What is our mandate? Tim Rubin. It's super creepy to reanimate somebody's dead father for their birthday. Nick Stewart. I really leaned into trying to get radicalised by ISIS. You're listening to Off Air. I believe it's this. Tim Rubin, it's Thursday and we are here doing a podcast together because overnight the apocalypse has happened on social media. Facebook has banned news services, charities, a whole bunch of businesses, a whole bunch of things. So we thought being one of the only available news services in the world right now, we might as well jump on and have a chat. So let's get into this. Um, So a little bit of backstory, if you have no idea what's going on. Basically, there has been an ongoing battle between the Australian government and two tech giants, Google and Facebook, for a while now. The government's uh, the government wants tech companies to start paying to share news articles. And at the moment, the House of Representatives have been working on a bill. They've literally passed this in the lower house overnight, um, which is pushing the Australian Competition and Consumer Act to be updated, which will force Facebook and Google to pay to share these news, to share news. Now, both the companies have basically been saying that they would never pay. Last week, it was in the news quite a bit that Google was threatening to back out of Australia. Then it backflipped, signed an agreement with Channel 9 for $30 million a year. So these are huge chunks of money. Facebook, on the other hand, has stayed 100% true to form, stuck to its guns, put out a press release saying, sorry, guys, we're out. And they have dropped every single news platform from Facebook. And now the world, I mean, we woke up this morning, it's a digital apocalypse. Our news feeds, the news feeds have been rocked. What's standing out for you? What are, what are you liking about this? Oh, look, it's bizarre. Change is always interesting. And we've certainly had a lot of it over the past 14 months, Tim. But I think it's really interesting, as you said, because Google has said that they will go forward and they will pay some of these services. Facebook released a very succinct statement, which you can find at the top of your newsfeed right now. In it, they, they made the distinct difference between them and Google. And I think it's worth pointing out. Uh, so basically, Facebook have said with Google... News services don't have a choice whether they appear on Google or not. It's a news aggregator or it's a website aggregator. So it finds them. Facebook have said, that's actually different for us. For us, the news services have actively created pages and actively put their stories up on those pages. Facebook has to explain to the, to the Australian <laughs> government, hey guys, I know that um, we're both things that are on the computer for you um and we're both things that your grandson set up a profile for you on but we're actually like google and facebook are totally different things and so lumping us into the same new bill is absolutely absurd personally i don't think that either of these companies should be paying for news to begin Mm. with but the fact that they're saying because google does this facebook should be doing this um, yeah, I, I just think it's hilarious. Sorry, I cut you off. Go on. No, that's okay. Well, I think the best analogy to break this down, it's one you've used when we've talked about it in the past couple of years, is if you live in a town and there's a great restaurant there, then you go recommend that restaurant to a friend, you shouldn't have to pay the restaurant for the recommendation, <laughs> which is what Facebook is saying. And Facebook is not dealing with small chunks of change here. Facebook have said that last year, Facebook generated approximately 5.1 billion free referrals to Australian publishers worth an estimated Australian $407 million just just in the space of a year. So Facebook is saying to the government, (laughs) we've given you $407 million worth of free advertising and it's not enough. 
We, I know. Yeah, it's bizarre. So let's quickly look at the players here, Tim. So overnight, as you said, it went through the House of Representatives. It's expected to pass the Senate this week. Now, the major parties that are supporting this at the moment are the Liberal Party, the National Party, and surprisingly, the Greens, who always just seem to like to disrupt things over on the left. And so Josh Frydenberg has said this morning, he's our treasurer, weirdly not not our Minister of Communications, but our treasurer has been in talks with Mark Zuckerberg. He said, hopefully they've made some positive changes. They have had some discussions around the code, which could be brought in and that they could potentially resolve this. But I think you've got some interesting comments from our actual Minister for Communication. Paul Fletcher, first time I've heard his name. He has put out a statement, and in it he said, Facebook needs to think very carefully about what this means for its reputation and its standing. And Mr. Zuckerberg, you are in very big trouble, and you need to go to your... Like, (laughs) who's Paul Fletcher? To tell Mark Zuckerberg, one of the richest, most successful, biggest players in the world, he's saying... Mr. Zuckerberg, you need to think very carefully about what this means. Does he not think they've already probably thought and Hmm. maybe had some meetings about this before they made this decision? I don't think it was a knee-jerk reaction that they did this morning. No, I think even more concerningly, the Greens media spokeswoman, Sarah Hanson-Young, has said Facebook constantly makes excuses for why it allows fake news to spread on their platform, yet overnight has blocked real news. Australia's democracy isn't a college dorm room and playing with public interest journalism isn't a game. Facebook aren't the ones doing it. No. So this is a really interesting distinction and I think it's important that we get into this because on Facebook, I've seen a huge, I mean, this is making up probably 90% of my newsfeed this morning and a huge amount of the posts and the comments are people angry at Facebook for shutting Mm. these pages down and people feeling like, they are now not able to get access to different pieces of information. I think you and I are on the same page with this. This is Facebook's reaction to what I would call extortionate levels of government behavior. Facebook is only offering a service that's free for everybody, Mm. including free for these news uh, organizations. And now they're being told that they have to not only offer it for free, but they also need to be paying tens, if not hundreds of millions of dollars. I think that it's bullying and I think good for Facebook for saying we're not going to deal with bullies. They did put out in their statement, they said um, they think that this is going to have a minimal impact to them. I mean, Australia would make up maybe 1% of the international users of Facebook. And within that, they've said 4% of Australian Facebook are news articles. So from their perspective, mm. it is a t- it's not even a blip on their radar. It's a drop in the pond. What what I think is concerning Tim is how wide reaching this has been. Uh, which is something, so it, it hasn't been news services that are just affected. And this is where I would challenge Facebook because in their statement, they said the changes affecting news content, which constitutes, uh, constitutes less than 4%, uh, Uh, will otherwise not change Facebook's products and services in Australia. We want to assure the millions of Australians using Facebook to connect with friends and family, grow their business and join groups to help support their local communities that these services will not change. Well, um, they have. It's as simple as that because services (laughs) such as the Bureau of Meteorology, such as a number of charities, such as a number of small businesses that are both clients of yours and and. Uh, businesses that we interact with in our in our corporate lives 
have had their pages blocked and affected. So, Tim, do you think this is a little bit of an overreach from Facebook in that respect? Yeah, they've um, they've definitely mucked it up. They, I think what they have done was in order to pull all these pages down so quickly, I think they've used an algorithm, obviously. I mean, it's Facebook. And I think that there's been – they have um, used a broader net than they probably needed to. So um, we've already – my company's already had to have a – big all hands on deck team meeting because a bunch of our clients, their just regular business Facebook pages have gone mm. down. And these are regular small businesses. Um, we've seen other like well-known Australian businesses. The Australian Chamber Orchestra has gone down. NIDA, which is the acting facility where I used to work, that's gone down. So I think they have gone too broad. I know that Facebook has already said that there's going to be an application process. If your page has gone down, you'll be able to get it back up. Um, that doesn't exist just yet. Uh, so yes, there have been wider reaching implications. They need to fix that. I think it will probably happen quite quickly. Put a timeline on it for me. In all honesty, how long do you think this ban will last? I, I genuinely believe in the next 48 hours, an outcome will occur where it's all entirely lifted because the government succumbed to pressure from Facebook. Yeah, well, the government has been receiving a huge amount of pressure. Um, uh, already, Anthony Albanese, he's tweeted, no, he hasn't, he's Facebooked. He said, during a global pandemic, Australians can't access state health departments on Facebook. On a day of flood and fire warnings in Queensland in WA, Australians can't access the Bureau, Bureau of Meteorology on Facebook. The Morrison government needs to fix this today. And obviously he's a part of the Labor Party, but um, there is immediate pressure on the government to do something. It is the front of every single newspaper website that exists because it's big news for their mm -hmm. industries. So I think there's going to be huge media pressure on the government. I, I would say that 48 hour timeline would probably be quite accurate. Just from a personal level, because we've spoken about big picture, you work for the biggest radio network in the country. I work for a media publication and agency. What What's happened to you guys? Uh, look, it's to be honest, uh, I think that we were probably slightly blindsided from my perspective, and I'm not involved in the inner workings uh, of our digital structure. But I think that everyone's been caught with their pants down over this, if, if I'm being perfectly frank. Even organizations like the Batuta Advocate, which is a satirical organization, uh, has been kicked off and they made a great statement. Uh, you can find it on their Instagram currently. And it says, the Batuta Advocate has survived drought, flood, fires, and the 1991 <laughs> wool crash. We will survive <laughs> this breakdown in negotiations between our government and the tech platforms as well. And then it goes on to say, we wish all independent publishers the very best in these bizarre times. As for the politicians that caused this, we hope that Rupert's 30 pieces of silver was worth it. Well, this is the other thing that we haven't really spoken about is the government is so in bed with um, the traditional media. Um, mm. And I think that's the only reason why the government is really trying to push this new legislation through. Um yeah, I mean, they need to have a good hard look at themselves because you don't see any other industry where somebody says, hey, we've had a bit of a drop. Hey, government, can you please make some new laws so that people have yeah. to pay us hundreds of millions of dollars? But there's simpler ways to do it. And just I want to wrap this up because it is an emergency pod. Quite simply, why not tax both organizations, even anything, and then work out a grant system? That's all I'm saying is like as opposed to bring in some sort of archaic uh, blocking mechanism of our local networks, uh, bring in some form of better tax reform that is actually going to benefit all parties. Tim, if you, as we said at the start of this podcast, it's the middle of a pandemic. 
there's fires and floods going on as Anthony Albanese reiterated. What can you do to get your news services now? Yeah. Okay. So the news services haven't actually gone anywhere. They're just not on Facebook. So um, firstly, uh, all of their websites still exist. Secondly, um, a a lot of the organizations have their own apps and apps are great, especially for places like the Bureau of, of Meteorology because they have push notifications. So Facebook is so wonderful because it delivers you information so quickly as soon as they hit send. Um, the same thing can happen if you download an app. I, the ABC has a great app as well. Enable push notifications. If something big happens, you'll be alerted straight away. All it means is basically we've all been on the free trial of Facebook for all of this time. It's been so easy. There are actually other ways to share information. We used to do it a lot. Um, Carry a pigeon. Bring them back. <laughs> but we'll it, set up a series of torches, and if one lights, then the rest must yes. light, and we'll know if the Mongols are hoarding the walls. But there are other there are other ways. Even there are other ways digitally as well that you could get that that type of information. Yeah, absolutely. Emergency pod. My goodness, please get involved in off air community, the Facebook group, off air uh, podcast uh, community. Get yes. it right, Nicholas. I'm sorry. I'm not. I'm not that tech savvy. I'm still going to Facebook for my news.com news, and it's just a <laughs> blank page. Uh, we will catch you next Wednesday. It's uh, a lot is going to happen. It's going to be very interesting to see where this discussion goes. All right, catch ya. You've been listening to Off Air. Remember to like and subscribe. People are entitled to their sexual proclivities.